are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You're listening to Locked On Wildcats. Let's talk uh, Let's talk a little bit of quarterbacking. U of A quarterbacking, that is. Um... I also talked with a guy in Colorado. I don't know if any of you guys know that I was there, but uh, I was in Colorado. <laughs> There's not a lot of people there that have the means or the wherewithal no, to, really to get to the state it, of Colorado. It's incredibly exclusive. Especially when you're in Arizona. Yeah, right. How are you really going to get to yeah, Colorado? It's not easy. I mean, if it's not by, if it's not by plane. It's got to be private jet. Private jet. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe a helicopter. Possibly, yes. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's the kind of stuff that we're, we're right. talking about right here. Um but let's uh, call spade a spade here. Um, Colorado guy looks at me also when he says, man, he says a couple things. I knew you guys were bad. I said, I didn't know you were that bad. He said, but I thought, and then he said, I thought our quarterback play was bad. He says, oh, shit, is your guys worse? Mm-hmm. I, and that's why I can't really blame Jed Fish too much for stuff because I don't think that he, with Jordan McLeod, the D offense looked Again, yeah, and it's important not to make it out like he's Michael Vick and they were scoring nine thousand points a game at Virginia Tech or whatever. But and because they never went over nineteen with McLeod, <laughs> but at the same time though, like it didn't look out of place. Now Arizona without McLeod looks absolutely terrible. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because teams know what uh, again. Teams know what it is that they. Arizona's got obviously they have limitations at every position, and that's usually not a good thing. So you can't run the football. If you can't run the football very well to protect your passing game, if you don't have a powerful offensive line, and if your receivers can't get separation, you know, great quarterback play is going to be a problem. And Cruz isn't a guy in Plummer, who's now the quarterback from here on out, assuming that he can stay upright, uh, is uh, not a guy who's going to scramble for a heck of a lot of yardage. Mm -hmm. So Arizona's going to struggle mightily for the rest of the year as far as its offense is concerned. That's just the way it is. And Fish has a big recruiting job ahead of him. Uh, he's he's a very engaging guy, and you hope that some of that ha, uh, will allow him to bring some players in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you look at, and my guess is this is something that transcends college football, mm-hmm. you know, across conferences. If you have subpar quarterback play, you're probably going to have a subpar football program. Right. Uh, there aren't many, you know, even Stanford. Stanford's a weird example because you think of Stanford as a, as a running team, right. but they have a bunch of good quarterbacks, so they've been able to balance their offense, re, re, you know, reasonably well. Uh, and but you know there have been some bad programs out there who have had good quarterbacks and just haven't had enough of other stuff. But Arizona's quarterback play has been problematic. We know about Nick Foles; he's really good. Uh, I think I think Willie Tuitama was undervalued. Mm, I think I he was. I think sure. he was good. He was solid. Yeah, I, he nobody was solid. ever looked at Willie Tuitama and just said he mm-hmm. sucks. Correct. Uh, and, you know, Matt Scott had his senior year was excellent. Rodriguez did an excellent job with him. But it's a short list of quarterbacks in the last 20 years who have been effective, and this crew is dreadful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and it has gotten worse right. because they've had the misfortune of two guys being injured. Mm-hmm. So now they're going to one guy who, to his credit, at least has an opportunity to try to do something. Right. But like Jed Fish trying to work with the quarterback, the quarterback has nothing to work with either. Right. So it's, it, you know, Arizona's a mess right now. The issue is how long is it going to take for Arizona to get out of this hole and what does it have to do? 
to get there. And that's something that Fish is going to have to figure out because it's easy to say, well, they got to recruit better. Mm-hmm. But where are they going to recruit? Right. I mean, what what's their approach? What's their philosophy? Where can they get where where can they make contacts and connections mm-hmm. uh, to get through? Are they running this year an offense that looks at all um, appealing? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, not really. Right. Uh, you know, for for and and it's not necessarily anybody's fault again when you got nothing to work with. But what do we hear again? What, what we hear about in the off season, uh, Mike Luke, about what Arizona's offense was going to do? Remember that whole throw to the tight end? Throw thing? to the tight end. Yeah. I don't even know if they have a do, tight end. Do they have a tight end? How many? And I meant to look at this and forgot. I don't know how many tight end catches Arizona has this year. I'm That's betting. I'm betting that it's less than games that they've played. You know, and yes. that is sometimes a safety valve thing that you can do just to try to move mm. the chains occasionally. Right. And Cruz was not comfortable with that. McLeod <laughs> uh, was was not a guy who seemed able to utilize that. And, you know, Plummer looks lost trying to make the throws necessary mm-hmm. out there. So Arizona is not getting help across its platforms, and that's right. causing problems. So what is there? The, the issue isn't what Arizona is. We know what Arizona is. Right. The issue is what is Arizona going to do about it? Right. And what can Arizona going mm-hmm. do, do about it? And are, can, we, can they accomplish that in a way that four years from now we're not talking about mm-hmm. Arizona is the crappiest program in the conference right. and possibly one of the crappiest programs in a Power 5 because conference. Because I still don't believe that... I still don't believe that... How do I put this? Um, that Arizona's like the worst Power 5 job. You're in, a, you're in a state where, you know what, you can go outside 12 months out of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not far from Los Angeles. You're not far from Texas. Yeah. You should be able to get... It shouldn't be like this, and it should never be like this. And I think when people take this job... And for all of their warts, let's be honest, prior to Jed Fish, the last three football coaches at Arizona had pedigree. Mm-hmm. Um, Stoops was the hot yeah. assistant coach. Everybody loved the, the Jed Stoops. That Everybody was, loved the Mike Stoops that hire, was, right? That was the hire that indicated to the fan base that Arizona was finally mm-hmm. serious about football. That was not a Dick Tomey hire where he he was fourth down the pecking order and always had a hard time appealing to the entirety of the fan base, Mm -hmm. you know, because of his offensive issues. Uh, He was not Makovic, who was a curious hire that was just anathema to what Tomey was and didn't work as a result of, you know, being kind of an oil and water situation. Stoops was legit. After Stoops, you had Rich Rod, who won at West Virginia and had an opportunity after the Michigan debacle Mm -hmm. to revitalize his career at a program that seemed, you know, hey, heck, I can win here. There's, right. there, there's no real top. It's not a particularly deep league. Right. You know, how tough is it? And if you're a football coach on the outside, you look at the Pac-12 and say, all right, it's going to take me a while to be Oregon and USC. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe Washington if they're doing it right. But why can't Arizona be the fourth best team in this conference. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, what are you up against here? Right. UCLA has LA, but has all kinds of problems. Mm-hmm. ASU can't get out of its own way. You know, and up and down the line, really, Utah? Really? Right. Utah? Right. And so, so if you're looking at this from the outside, you're looking at the conference saying, I can make headway there. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I remember, you know, that Tommy guy winning games there. Right. We can, 
this isn't a very good league. You can you can move up the pecking order fairly quickly here. Right. And then they come to Arizona and it doesn't work. And it doesn't work. And not only does it not work, and it doesn't work in spectacular fashion. fashion. Yes. And, and I think it surprises them as much as it surprises everybody else. And it might be an interesting discussion at some point for one of them. You know what doesn't surprise anybody, though? Is what, the Mike effectiveness Luke? of prize picks for the fantasy person mm. out there. If you're looking for something a little bit different than the different uh, stuff out there, prize picks is where you should go. You know what? I'm not a big fantasy guy. I don't think you're a big fantasy no. guy either. But you know what? A lot of people are fantasy yeah, they are. people. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That's why you need to go to prize picks. And you know what? If you're looking for a little bit of energy, consume a built bar during the process. And I think that you'll come out the of built that. Built bar is going to make you alert. Prize pick is going to give you the inside and, and track. That's what you're going, and that's mm-hmm. what you're going for. All right. You're listening to Locked On Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. Go ahead, Shoot. All right, let me ask you this. Talk to me. The floor is yours. It's your podcast. The floor is yours. the floor is yours because you're talking. We have, well, I'm in your house, so really the floor is yours. Literally, the floor floor is is yours. And Bruno's, and I guess technically the mortgage companies at this stage. By the way, it's not mine. By yes. the way, Bruno... Oh, we had a Bruno update. Is this do. Bruno Bruno's doing much, much better. Oh, that's fantastic. Bruno, Bruno got to hang out with his favorite person, oh. which is his grandfather, Glorious. his dad, Vance. Way to and go, Vance. Yes. Bruins and Vance. Dr. Luke and Mr. Bruno mm. Luke uh, had a very uh, very good time. Bruno's poops are back to normal. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, they look more like the Built Bar than the <laughs> Melted Built Bar. <laughs> that's that, that's much better. And that's, So yeah. Bruno's doing well. Bruno's sleeping right now next mm-hmm. to John Schuster. He tried taking a couple nips he did. at Schuster earlier. Mm-hmm. So looked like He looked alert, looked, looked lively, and then I was out of gas. There are a lot of gas. people I know that were thinking about it. Weekend. Literally, he's out of gas in multiple ways. <laughs> that's, so that's what we like. Okay. Go ahead. All right. We've, we have and we will talk ad nauseum about the Dixie dreg that is Arizona football. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what do you do about it? Right. What do they have to do, Mike? I think, you know, honestly, what I'm going to stick up for Jed Fish here. First of all, I think you've got to get a coach that wants to be here that cares. Jed Fish clearly cares. Um, I think that just the question, though, is, is Jed, that I don't think anybody has any answer for, is what what is Jed Fish? Um we talked about it before. I've always been a little hesitant about any coach that just drops names of other coaches the entire time. I think, it, but is Jed Fish a charlatan or is Jed Fish a guy with a vision? Yeah, and that's what I don't think. You know, beyond it's personal or Desert Rising, um, and we don't know yet. We don't know, mm-hmm. and so I think it's very hard for. And I'm going to stick up for Jed Fish right here. If you thought Jed Fish was the guy before the Colorado or the NAU game, or you didn't think. There should be nothing that has happened that's changed your mind. Did you really think Arizona was going to be good this year? Now, maybe you didn't think they would be this. But still, if you thought Jed Fish was the guy, you should have known that Arizona was going to suck. Mm -hmm. Period. Right. You know, he would never have been my hire. Nick Saban could not come into this program and salvage it this year. Correct. Nick Saban would, now in all fairness, Nick Saban would probably win three or four games. I don't think Arizona's going to win any games. But still, we're talking Nick Saban with three or four wins. That's the point. Right. Yes. So, what do you do? Right. Is he doing the right things? Is he making the correct recruiting contacts out there to try to get into places that perhaps other coaches haven't been successful? Right. That's and, a start. And that's a start. And that's where it's going to be interesting to see if he can hold on to some of these kids that he got. Because I don't know. Um, I don't know. And I don't think anybody really knows, to be honest with you. Because Colorado, the Colorado game was just deflating. Um You've had two games, I think, this season that were just deflating. San Diego State, I think, after a while, people just realized. I think that was kind of the the moment where you're like, oh, crap, yeah, they're good and we're not. You know, like, you realize that BYU is kind of a mirage. 
Whereas um, NAU and I, NAU in Colorado, right. I think, really showed you just how bad Arizona is. So, I don't know. What was your question? What do, what do they have to do? We know what they are. Right. Where do, what do they have to do to get to where we want them to be? Or even where we think they can be from a viability standpoint. Right. You know, and, and all of that starts with, you know, how you go about recruiting, what kinds of players you get, and how they fit into the system that you see being functional mm-hmm. here. Right. So are they going about that correctly? Right. It seems like, you know, you know the recruiting thing a lot better than I do. Right. It seems like they're bringing in names. Right. Some kids with some decent star power. Mm-hmm. Uh, does it look like they have a, you know, is it is it that they're, do they have good contacts in Southern California? Mm-hmm. Do they have better contacts in Arizona? Do they have good contacts in Texas? Where are they succeeding contact-wise? Where are they, where do mm-hmm. they maybe need to pick it up contact-wise? Right. Yeah, and, and that's where, I, I think they're recruiting well. But the problem, though, too, is... And maybe that's okay. Right. Yeah, I think it is okay. I think the problem is... I think maybe a mistake that he maybe made a little bit, and I don't know if it's a mistake or not, was maybe overselling things a little bit. You know, yes, you want people to show up. You want people, you know, it's personal. I don't know that it's... It, again, and again, this this doesn't really matter a big picture. But I think it's difficult to say it's personal and you go out there and you're probably the worst team in the country. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it, it just, yeah. the joke, it just kind of makes a joke. Uh, a, it puts right. yourself up in kind of a joking environment where you probably really don't need mm-hmm. to. Like, um, but at the same time, though, I don't know what motto you could go with. That's why I think just bear down is just what you should do, not this other crap. But uh, I, I think you got to get somebody that cares first and foremost. Um, okay, you get somebody who cares. We assume Jed Fish is that guy, and yeah. the coaching staff. Mm-hmm. There, there are a lot of coaching staffs, uh, mem- members of the coaching staff who have Arizona ties. Mm-hmm. Right. He's tried to connect with Gronkowski. He's tried to connect with Bruski. A lot of the alumni, a lot of the alumni have an idea of what they think Arizona can be. Mm-hmm. They think Arizona can be kind of a tough, hard-nosed, hard edge, <laughs> if you if you yeah. say so, yeah. sort of team that you know, sort of program. That you're going to remember that you played them. You're going to have bruises when you leave. Yes. You know, that that's the kind of thing that they're going after. But, you know, it's paramount as well to be able to get a quarterback and uh, build. Paramount or paramount? Uh, either is fine. Okay. Okay. All right, uh, and and uh, you can, you know, then figure out what kind of quarterback you can get here and whether you can develop that player or not. Mm-hmm. Those are, you know, obviously uh, very important things. There have been, there's been talk in the past about do you, you know, is your recruiting base Southern California and Texas mm-hmm. where you take the, you're not going to get one through eight, but maybe if you get eight through 12 in both of those areas, right. you can put together a good football program. Do you need to be better in Arizona? Right. Do you need to be better in, say, Hawaii? Do you need to be better in maybe, you know, where are their untapped markets? Is Houston an untapped market? Right, right. Is Vegas an untapped market? You know, I honestly think, and let's talk about this a little bit. I, I think the template is kind of honestly, and this is, you know, I think it's what Dick Tomey laid out there. I think that's the template to win here. And you know what? That's called a tease. 